from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, it's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, do work that they love, and create actual amazing relationships. Open phones at 888-825-5225. That's 888-825-5225. You jump in, we'll talk about your life and your money. Jade Washaw, Ramsey Personality, is my co-host today. And uh, you jump in, we'll help you out. It's what we're here for. Dante is with us in Orlando, Florida. Hi, Dante. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, Dave. It's an honor to be speaking with you. You too. What's up? So, um, real quickly, I my cousin gifted me two tickets for this weekend's Tennessee and Florida football game. They're really good seats, and the value is about eight hundred dollars that we can resell them for. Is it morally wrong for me to sell those by yes. cheaper tickets? It is. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He didn't. He didn't give them to use your side gig. He gave no, them to no. you to use. You give them back to him. Okay. Well, I don't want to give them back. I want to use them. Okay. If you want to use them, that's fine. But I mean, I'd give them back. But no, I wouldn't sell that. The joy was him. The joy for him was you going to that game. And so if you don't want to use them, then his joy will be somebody else going to that game. I got you. Fair enough. Yeah. They're they're his. They're not yours. I got you. Can I ask a second question real quick? Sure. Kind of off topic of this one. That was very easy. I have a couple 401ks that have like a few thousand dollars from past previous employers. Mm -hmm. Should I combine them all into one? With my, my current player, or should I just leave them alone? Uh, I always just roll old 401ks to IRAs and um, get, get, just get with your Smart Vester Pro, and they can help you start an account to do all your old rollovers into. And that's where all mine are. Uh, they're all okay. in IRAs. If they were Roth 401ks, they'll become Roth IRAs. If they were traditional IRAs, they'll become traditional 401ks. So. It's an interesting question, though, going back to his football thing for a second. Yes. Because I saw that we, we get to see a little bit of a, like a half a sentence from uh, from our associate producer, Austin. He tells us a little bit about what you're calling about. Uh-huh. And uh, so but I, so I kind of thought, I want, what, under what circumstances, if you won the tickets from a radio station, you would be able to sell them? I agree. Okay, yes, that's I not agree. A, that's not a thing, okay? Um, but... Like if, uh, like I had a Titans suite for a while, uh-huh. okay, and I gave one of my people that worked here at Ramsey two of the tickets. Okay. If they took those and resold those, that would be not okay. Yeah. That- That's not why I gave them to them. It was not to yeah. give them money. If I wanted to give them money, I would have given them money. Or you might just tell them, like, uh, I give people tennis shoes sometimes because I love Jordan shoes. And if I give them, I'll say, hey, I don't care if you sell them, do whatever you want with them, but here Give you them permission. I'll yeah. give them permission. If you do care, you know, yeah. you, if you don't care, maybe it's yes. a good thing to say. But, like, we actually had uh, Predators tickets that uh-huh. the company owned, and uh, there's a drawing every week for uh, a, a, an employee benefit. Okay. Uh, just to Just to... You know, just something nice to do for the team, right? Yeah. Um, it got to where nobody wanted to go for some reason, so we don't, we don't have it anymore. But uh, but one time, one of those team members took those tickets and sold them, and I thought that was wrong. You, did you? I was. I would have said that that would have been okay. okay really? Okay. But Dave, technically, you bought the tickets. Let's be well, honest I mean, about it's that. Like I gave them to you <laughs> yeah. as an employee benefit. I didn't give them to you as a fundraiser. That's a good point. If I donated them as a fundraiser for your get out of debt plan, it'd be different, right? Yeah. You could use them or you could do whatever. But 
Uh, as a matter of fact, I'd rather you didn't use them then that yeah. you used them to get out of debt. But There's I don't know. I mean, under, under what circumstances? I guess. I guess a if they tell you, sell yeah, them. Yeah, they say I don't care what you do. with I don't it. care you do with them. I'm sick of this. I don't want them. I'm not going. You can you can burn them. You yeah. can sell them. You can use them. I think the quality of what the gift is, like like you said, a a, a box box seats well i mean that's but, a big deal yeah i mean if it was a five dollar ticket or something but i'm just saying you wouldn't bother to sell that but that's those eight hundred dollars but um for the florida game or but um okay here's another caveat if it causes them to have to spend money in order to enjoy it then they should be able to get out of it so if you say hey oh yeah uh, but i would say that to back to the person as i gave them back to them yeah uh, yeah you're you know, the kind of guy that would do that, though. You, you like know. you would give them an out. Some people, yeah. yeah. I would just say, hey, I can't do, I can't take these because I can't spend the money to drive to Knoxville for yeah. the game, okay, or whatever yeah. it is. In that case, um, it's but interesting. I mean, it's just, interesting. A little bit of communication goes a long way with these things. The guy yeah. might not care if you called him and said, "Hey, I'm kind of fifty fifty. I'm thinking about selling them, but I wouldn't want to do that unless you were okay with it." Yeah. He, that might be a way to handle it. That's true, but then that's so awkward for the other person because what are they going to say? Like, no, just give them back to me. Yeah, I would. <laughs> oh, I would definitely do that. I straight up, if you call me and say, no, I gave them to you, and if you don't want to use them, it's okay, give them back. I'll find somebody who wants to use them. Yeah, that is but, true. Um, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> that's an interesting one, Dave. Yeah. You, you got to give the... Pr- you got to say, hey, this is for you. I, you know... I love, you know, whatever it is. I love Beyonce. I'd love for you to have these tickets you and your wife enjoy. Mm-hmm. Then that's a clear, use the tickets. They're for you to enjoy. If they say, hey, this is for you. I don't care if you sell it. I'm not going to use it. Do whatever you want with it. Then you have the yeah. the clear out. I was trying to think of the other one. Oh, I know what happened one time. I gave a guy tickets and he did sell them. And so these strangers come into my box. <gasps> that bought the tickets off the street. Oh, that's terrible. See, that's even worse. That's wor- and then you got to sit and talk to them. Yeah, you're they're, like, Who they're is in this my guy? private box, man. I mean, it's like it was, we had a we, that's that's why you get one. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, man. And and they're oh, and and I have to be nice to them, you know, because yeah. then they'll have a Dave story otherwise, right? There's another side to this, Dave, cuz this is making me go this is like, okay, you get a, <laughs> this is like a Christ, this is like a Christmas gift, right? Yeah, oh, it's I like return regifting Christmas Rachel, regifting Rachel. That's Rachel's nickname. Regifting Rachel. But not look, my mother-in-law, if she gets something, she's going to look for it in the house. Oh. So it, I can't give You got to watch Rachel. She'll give you back the next year what you gave her last year. <laughs> and not remember it and not remember it. She's I, straight up regifting Rachel. I think I heard her tell a story about giving the person the gift the, back. She's done it before more than once. That's hilarious. Yeah, so there you go. So it runs in the family. So I can't really say much to you, Dante, but <laughs> it's, uh, if my own kids are doing it. But uh, it's interesting. It Under is. what circumstances? Number one, we've got to have some principles here. Why, how it we can't be a wrapped it? gift. It has to be something no, they no, put I, in No, I'm your saying with the tickets. Under what, uh, okay. With the tickets, if you asked or if they said yep. it was okay, then it would be okay for yep. sure. Okay, yes. that, That's circumstances. Um, yeah, and, and for sure don't create um, – you're not creating awkwardness like selling the public a box in a private seats in a private box or something. That's, yes, that's like so freaking strange. Yeah, that's oh, I'll bad. tell you, I'll tell you one too. Okay, if you give that guy the tickets, this is, this is different than selling them, and then he just doesn't use them. Oh well, that's even worse. And they're worth eight hundred bucks. That's piece. even that's the worst of the worst. They burn you. Yeah, they just burn them. Yeah. And it's like, I could have given them somebody would have liked to have gone. Yeah. But you took them and threw them in the trash. That, that's just rude. 
that's yeah. gonna that's gonna be rude. That, yep. That's there's a lot of ticket etiquette going on today. <laughs> there we go. This is the Ramsey Show. Hey, listen up. When we invest, most of us have no idea where our money is going. But the reality is your investments could be funding social and cultural causes that you would never choose to support. With Timothy Plan, you can avoid putting your hard-earned money into things you don't approve of and invest in companies that line up with your values. With Timothy Plan's pro-life, pro-family filter, you can invest with moral responsibility while going after competitive returns. So while it's still true that you can't serve God and money, you can make your money serve your values. Contact your financial advisor today to see if Timothy Plan is right for you. Visit timothyplan.com for more information. Investing includes risk, including possible loss of principal. Before investing, carefully consider a fund's investment objective, risks, charges, and expenses contained in the prospectus available at timothyplan.com. Read carefully before investing. Mutual funds distributed by Timothy Partners, LTD, and ETFs distributed by Foresight Fund Services, LSC. Jade Walshaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Open phones at 888-825-5225. Chanley is with us in Birmingham, Alabama. Hi, Chanley. Welcome to the Ramsey Show. Hi, Jade. Hi, Dave. Thanks so much for taking my call. Sure. What's up? Um, So my husband and I currently, um, outside of our home, have one large debt, and that is my student loan totaling $58,000. Um, I have a paid off vehicle that's worth about 68 currently. Um, I'm, yes, I'm really wanting to sell the vehicle to get something, um, you know, just as reliable and pay down some of that student loan. Um, is that, I'm sure you guys would think that is probably a wise decision. I guess my husband thinks otherwise because he's a car guy, but what are y'all's thoughts? What's your household income? Um, about 150. Okay. Do you have any other money? Um, no. I don't mind this idea. This is your only debt, the 58,000, or do you have other miscellaneous debt? Um, besides our mortgage, um, that is our only debt. And how much is his car worth? His car is paid, um, through his company. It's a, um, a truck that his company pays for no i meant the truck is in your name oh my vehicle no no no, no. His, his truck his company doesn't own it you own it and you no, have the debt right if his company doesn't pay you next week you still have a debt on that truck hmm. right or do they right. furnish well, him, do they furnish him I'd a company truck or a car allowance um, well, it's his family's company. He and his father are in the company. So they pay, um, you know, for it monthly, but it is in his name. So if something happened, he would be paying, for, he would be on the hook to pay for it is what we're right. saying. Yeah. Okay. You, you, right, you're, right. you're on the hook to pay for it, period. Okay. So yeah, you, you have a car, you have a debt on his truck. He has a debt on his truck. Yes, sir. And how much is yes, it? Yes, sir. Ooh, I have no idea. Guess. Um, another 60,000. Yeah. Oh, at least I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. you're looking at that debt wrong. He's looking at that debt wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay. If it's a family owned okay. business and he and his dad own the business together, that business does not have this debt. The debt is in your personal name. 
Okay. If he and his dad have a blow up and things go sideways, you have a huge truck payment to go with your paid for car. Mm -hmm. So you need to pay that off also as soon as possible. And I don't know that we're going to get Mr. I'm not on this idea to go along with this, but, um, uh, but yeah, I, I think you need to do both. You need to clear the student loan and you need to clear your debt. And you guys have too much invested in vehicles for people that only make 150 K because these cars all go down in value like Mm -hmm. a rock. And you guys have like, you know, you've got almost an annual income tied up in two cars. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's way too much. Both of these vehicles are too high. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I would sell I your would car, it. and I would buy no more than a fifteen or a $20,000 car. I would pay it on the student loans, and I would develop a plan to finish the student loans and finish his truck payment as soon as possible. Mm-hmm. The biggest problem here is not the debt. It's getting the spouse on board. It's the That's, perception that yeah. this isn't debt. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, if you own the company, you're self-employed, they don't, banks don't loan small businesses money. They just don't. They loan the small business owner money. Mm-hmm. And so if you have a small business that has debt, it's in your name. It's your debt. You have debt, period. It's basically glorified consumer debt mm-hmm. is all it is. And so dude has a truck payment. Heck yeah. That's all it is. That's what it is. Dude's got a truck payment. Mm-hmm. And he's acting like, oh, well, the company pays it. Well, this isn't freaking General Motors no. is paying the bill. This is your own self paying the bill. So you're swapping pockets and got the whole thing in your name and acting like because it's a business that somehow this made a truck payment smart. That's right. Dude's got a truck payment. That's uh-huh. what this is. Yeah. Because I guarantee he bought more truck than he would have bought if Hello. it was just his money. Well, because you know? the company's paying for yeah. it. Oh, by the way, I'm the company. Yeah. It's like my wife. I have been working for, gosh, almost 30 years to explain to Sharon that things that come from, like if we go out to dinner mm-hmm. and it's a, a company thing and the company pays for it. <laughs> I already know where you're going with this. She, she says, oh, I'll go. It's free. It's a business expense. It's free. Ah. It's not free. <laughs> if you own the company, you just bought yourself dinner, woman. That's a fact. That's it. I mean, it's not like, I'll go because it's free. It's not free <laughs> the emotion you know how many is times different. we've had this discussion going somewhere in the car over and over i want to do it it's free the company ah you own the company <laughs> you just swap pockets it doesn't make it free oh it's the same exact thing i'm a little like sharon on that <laughs> well you don't own the company though that's true so if the company buys you and sam dinner it is free that's true hello but if you if you and Sam do something on Sam's business, it ain't free. It's not, but it does feel different. <laughs> Sharon, if you're out there, I sympathize. <laughs> <laughs> Sharon doesn't listen uh, to the show. <laughs> and it's a good We're thing. We're safe. We're safe. <laughs> no, you're safe. <laughs> Uh, Bridget's in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Hi, Bridget. Welcome to the Ramsey Hi. Show. Hey, what's up? Oh. I love your show. I love your kids. I love your family. I love Sharon. Thank you. <laughs> we all love you. How can we help? Um, I'm in the middle of a farm situation. My husband passed away a year and a half ago, and um, I'm up in the air about finances and things, and and it it, it kind of uh, it started. Out, he had a will. He 
gave it to his brother and sister. Um, if something happened, he changed the will. It didn't get signed before he passed away. Then and it's not a will. Uh, not in Iowa, it's not. The changes. No, if you don't sign a will, it's not a will. I couldn't rip the IV out of his arm and have him sign it. I, I could have if I was a shady person, but I wasn't. And He didn't sign the will. It's not a will. That's just the legality of dying. it. He was dying. I don't care. And if he didn't sign it, it, it's not a will. I do care. I'm no. sorry he died. I'm sorry he no, went through this. No, I know. Darling, Thank well, you. I what were the changes? What were the changes? Where, where's the issue? Um, he, he decided that he didn't want his brothers and sisters as involved as they were. We were only married 10 years, um, but through our grandchildren in life, he, he's like, you know, this isn't the way I want it. Okay, so where are you today? Who, who Who's getting what according to the will that was signed that the um, brother has? Nobody is because we've done settlements that didn't work out we've done a mediation it didn't work out another brother has passed away one of his brothers it's just getting snowballed into a bigger mess than it was in the first place what's all this money what's all this worth uh a lot what's a lot six million million. okay how old are you 65 Okay. Why, why have the uh, why have the um, mediations not worked out? Um, a couple of them contested and have no counter at this time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, do you have an attorney? I do. Okay. Does the will that was signed that the brother holds give you what you were looking for? Yes. Got no problem with So why are you, you're not contesting anything then? Not at all. I don't want a third of a farmer. I'm not a farmer. I'm from Chicago. Okay. I guess you need to get an attorney and have your attorney go before probate court and tell the judge to rule on this. Because they can't, you haven't been able to settle it and you haven't been able to mediate it. The judge needs to rule. And the judge will make a ruling and then it'll be settled. That's what you need to do. Quit screwing around with making everybody happy. They're not going to be happy. This is The Ramsey Show. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable, Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs, and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. CHM members take care of your eligible medical bills. With no network and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. That's chministries.org slash budget. Jade Walshaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host in the lobby of Ramsey Solutions on the debt-free stage. Douglas is with us. Hi, Douglas. How are you? Happy to be here, Dave. Honored to have you, man. Honored to have you. Love your T-shirt. <laughs> Pleasure is Discipline mine. equals freedom. Amen. Well done. Sir. Amen. So where do you live? I live in a small town in Sonora, California. Oh, very nice. Yes, That's sir. a nice area. It is. And uh, how much debt have you paid off, Douglas? 
$192,000. Right. How long did that take? Uh, from uh, uh, your Financial Peace University, it was five years, five months. All right. I love it. Yes, and uh, what was your average or your range of income during that time? Uh, $56,000. I now make 87000 Way to go. Whoa. Yes, sir. What do you do for a living? I drive Big Red. I'm an engineer firefighter with Stanislaus Consolidated Fire Protection District outside of Modesto. Cool. Love it. Good wow. for you. Wow. Look at that photo. What kind of debt was the uh, 192? It's the weirdest debt you'd ever hear of. It is uh, my house. Hey, let's go. <laughs> well, we're looking at weird people you with know, a paid-for house. It goes. A big red driver with a paid-for house, baby. <laughs> Game yes, on. Yes, sir. I love it. Congratulations. Yes, Thank Congratulations. You. Well, tell us the story. What started this journey five years ago? I uh, started the journey, basically, um, I had a new engineer bid in with us, and uh, he, he said, have you heard of this Dave Ramsey guy? I'm like, No. And he's like, well, you got to check him out. And I was like, oh, okay. Well, he, he got me into FPU. He's right here with us today. All right. Um, <laughs> and uh, he got me into FPU. We did FPU. And uh, then uh, also uh, one of my interns, it turns out, uh, he got hired uh, with Modesto. He, he ran our table during FPU. He's also with us today to celebrate as well. All right. That's awesome. Very so, cool. Yeah. Very cool. Where'd you take the class? Uh, we took the class at a church in Modesto. I don't remember it, the name of the church. That's but okay. It was, uh, Okay. It was it was wonderful. Uh, we had uh, this might make you laugh a little bit. Thirty five credit cards Woo! on our table. Wow, there it is. Chop them, chop them. Get them rid of them. Serious plastic surgery. You well done. That's five years ago. Your income over five years goes from fifty six up to eighty seven, and you just keep plinking on the house. Yes, sir. Did you yes. have any other debt when you started? Uh, I was. I had a little bit of stupid because I had been told you have to have a credit card to buy a house, mm-hmm. and we both know that ain't true. Mm-hmm. And uh, so there was just like a hundred or two hundred dollars on that, but yeah, Knocked that was out. gone immediately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yes, just a matter sir. of saying, okay, I'm going to line up for the long haul. Never again. Going to do a little marathon run here, a little five year run, and knock the house out. How old are you? I'm 46 years old. How old? What's this house worth? This house is now worth. Uh, last I saw. Uh, Three hundred forty thousand. Good for Come you. On, and how much you got in retirement? Uh, retirement right now. Well, I have my PERS uh, mm-hmm. retirement, and then I have uh, currently fifty thousand. Okay. Working Good for that. you, man. Gonna well hammer done. that out. Well done. You've done great. Congratulations. Yes, Thank you. And all making fifty six to eighty seven. Yes, sir. Very yes, sir. Cool. Yes, sir. So you paid off your house. Oh, I'm just struggling. I'm just, my mind is blown by this. Five and a half years, basically. Most people do that when they get intense in about seven years. What? How did you do this? And what would you say to other people? Because most people, 46, it doesn't matter if you're 46, 56, they don't understand this idea of paying off your house. And they certainly don't understand how in the world someone could do it in five years and five months. Well, if I could share, like, I would love to share that feeling um, of the freedom you get once you do it. If, if, if people could just have five seconds of that, um, they never go back. You Ooh. never go back. Uh, there were, there were days where you would put in like uh, our our typical shift. <clears throat> we work a forty eight hour shift, and then we're off ninety six. Um, there were times where I'd put in six, seven, eight, ten, twenty four hour shifts wow. just to knock it out. Um, that was a big part of it. Um, the big part for me um, was, like you said, uh, you inspired me so much with changing that family tree. Mm-hmm. I want something to give away to my family someday when, mm-hmm. I, when I'm able to find that lady and, and have my mm-hmm. family. Mm-hmm. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, way to go. That's so Proud cool. of you, man. Thank you, sir. Good work. Thank All right. So when much. somebody says, uh, 
you, you know, a new guy comes on the shift and you go, um, now you're the guy bothering like your buddy over there, right? Um, hey, you got to try this Ramsey stuff. What do you tell them the secret to getting out of debt is? I got a paid for house. I'm 46. Well, we actually had that conversation with Firefighter Baker the other day. Uh, we already showed him every dollar. And when I get back, I want to put him through Financial Peace University. Uh, the main thing being is, is to stay focused. Um, pay attention to the people around you. And uh, the main thing being is just you have to believe that you can do it and knock those other voices out around you, block them yeah. out. Uh, those saying, oh, it's good debt. You have to have debt. No, no, y- you don't. You You're in California. Nobody has a paid for house. <laughs> this oh, guy does. Except <laughs> Douglas. Except Douglas. Yeah. Yes. And now I think my biggest problem is is trying not to, you know, being too much of over it. You know, you have to like slip in a little bit. Hey. <laughs> Hey, you're a Ramsey. You want to just take your baseball bat and go, hey, wake up. (laughs) Knock him on the side of the head. (laughs) I love it. That's great. Thank you, man. Thank you very much. We we appreciate it. We're so proud of you. (laughs) Thank you. We've got the uh, Live and Give box for you. Thank you. And that's the Baby Steps Millionaire's book. That's your next step. Yes. For sure. Yes. And the total money makeover uh, yes. for you to give away and maybe get somebody started. And I'll give you a Financial Peace University in that kit. Thank you And you, you can so use much. it for a firefighter baker that way. Oh, absolutely. Be perfect. Absolutely. Very Knock him stuff. on the head with it. That's true. <laughs> hit, hit him with the box and then hand him that. Yeah. And I'd like to say one thing, one more thing before I do my screen. I want to thank my family. This is my father and my mother. They came down with me from Virginia today. That's the man that taught me how to work. That's mm. my hero. If you want to know who a firefighter hero is, Amen. he's right wow. there, and he's also right there. Oh, so sure. there, there you have it. Proud of you, guys. So, well you done. Son. Well done. And I know your dad is. Excellent <laughs> stuff. And your mom. Good, good, good work. All right. Douglas All right. from Sonora, California. How do you do it? You work consecutive 24s. Whoa. Mic drop. Yeah. Five years, five months, paid off 192,000. House and everything. And yes, I did say California. 56,000 to 87,000 as a firefighter. Count it down. Let's hear a debt free scream. Three, two, one. I'm debt free. This is how you do it in Sonora right here. I'm just saying. That's great. Wow. Powerful. That was something. He almost knocked himself over with that scream. That was intense. That's what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I tell you, uh, the first responder community uh, in general, I was just talking to one of our entree guys. He was speaking to one of the large sheriff's departments there in California last weekend. And uh, several of them came up to him after he was leading he was leading a a workshop for them Mm. and said they you know they've been following our stuff and several of them were millionaires and so the the first responders community does a really uh the ones that know how to that lean in that they do an excellent job of applying these principles i could see that it's very it's a very community driven bunch of people Mm -hmm. and all it takes Mm -hmm. like he said is one guy getting in there and say hey let me show you what worked putting their arm around them i love the language that they use with financial peace he put me in (laughs) he put me into financial peace and now i'm going to put him into it's like you you literally take them with you grab them by the arm you're going with me fireman's carry over the show here we go here we (laughs) go that's right yeah it's uh good that we do that on uh by the way for those of you tuning in by uh one of the nine million methods we have out there we're taping this broadcasting this on september the 11th so to honor a firefighter on that day for his debt-free scream is really really yeah, appropriate and honor the first responders in any way we can because that was an 
I'm old enough. I remember that very viscerally. Uh, some of you weren't born yet, I mm. know. But uh, for you, it's like Pearl Harbor. It's some kind of distant history thing. But for uh, for those of us that remember watching those uh, cowards fly those planes into those towers, um, it's something we will never forget the feeling in our chest, That's the right. feeling down the back of our neck. And uh, then watching those heroes go in and save people mm. and attempt to save people. And uh, it was it was a wild, wild event, to mm-hmm. say the least. And thanks to all of you that serve yes. and as first responders out there. You're amazing people. This is The Ramsey Show. Jade Washaw, Ramsey personality, is my co-host today. Washington, D.C. is calling. Alicia is with us. Hi, Alicia. How are you? Hi. Hi. I'm well. Thank you. I hope you are doing well. Happy Monday. <laughs> Happy Monday. How can I help? Um, I'm going through a little bit of a moral uh, dilemma, I guess, when it comes between uh, making choices uh with money and with what to do with a personal situation okay um basically um i've made some mistakes i've gone through some blunders whatever you want to call them had to pay them off i only have about 46,000 left in debt it's Mm -hmm. half and half between student loans and credit cards Mm -hmm. um i am wondering i guess i'm gonna summarize um basically my dad is um very very sick they the doctors think this will be his last year Mm. Mm, sorry and i Thanks. I I can't afford to do all the things that he wants and wishes, like travel and meet up and all these things. However, it's also his last year. This will probably be our last Christmas together. And I'm trying to figure out and budget, like, to um, see him as much as I can. I live a thousand miles away from him over that, um, actually. But... Um, Anyway, um, I guess when it comes to situations like that in life, like what, where do you even start? Mm. What do you do? Mm. I'm sorry. So where does he live? Minnesota. And what's the nature of his illness? Pancreatic cancer. Mm. That's tough. Okay. Um, and what do you make a year? It's varied um, the last few years and is currently varying because I've had to take time off because I've gotten sick myself. Um, I guess if you were to ballpark it, let's say uh, 70K. I'm a critical care nurse. Okay. All right. What was the nature of your illness? Uh, stupid things from Lyme's disease to a uh, kidney infection to um. Those don't sound stupid. So that is, sound like that's pretty, chronic. Those yeah, sound right? stupid. It sounds pretty rough. Yeah, it sounds serious. Okay, and so he's wanting to he's wanting to see you. You're wanting to see him uh, with this diagnosis. That makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you also mentioned that he's wanting to do a lot of things I can't afford to do. What does that mean? I am. I'm, I've already canceled all my subscriptions. No, I said he's my wanting. Cars. I thought you said he's wanting to oh. do a lot of things that you can't afford to do. What is he asking to do that you can't afford to do? Go out to Colorado, visit him at his new place at Estes Park. Um, so he's in Minnesota or he's in Colorado? Um, great question. I don't even know. He goes back and forth. Does he have two he's residences? Got, he has two houses? He has businesses out in Florida, Colorado, Minnesota, and I think Arizona. So does too. he have a lot of money? Yes. Okay. And what is it he's wanting you to do? other than spend time with him? For his last, you know, he wants to see, you know, his family all, like, together and happy together. Okay. So it's you going on some trips, buying the flights to go to Colorado or buying the flights to go to Florida. No, we're not going to Japan that. in Australia, right? Um, not necessarily true. Um. I mean, we took a trip to Germany. But I'm saying, is there anything, is there anything that has been planned, other than, hey, you might have to buy some trips, <laughs> some flights over here to Colorado? My dad's a last minute guy. Okay, okay. Alicia, let's stop a second. All right, there's two things going on. All right, mm -hmm. number one, is it valid to desire and figure out a way to spend time with your dad in his last year of life? absolutely is it valid for him to pull everyone's strings and put you so far in debt when he has money to accomplish this goal that's selfish on his part mm -hmm. so if he wants to spend time with you in germany and he's a last minute guy he needs to be buying the tickets mm -hmm. he has the money you don't dad i can't afford to do this I love you. I would love to spend some time with you. I will drive to Minnesota when you're there. That's the closest point. Or I will drive to Florida mm -hmm. when you're there. That's the be even better. Uh, it's, I can do that in one day. It's a 1,000 miles. I'll just get in the car and come. And I can mm -hmm. spend a couple of three days with you, and then I'll have to come back and go to work. That's what real people do in situations like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's nothing. You don't get to just make up finances if they don't exist because this is a horrible, sad situation. Yeah, and on your part, there's nothing wrong with getting with your family members and saying, let's make a plan. Like, let's plan this out. What do we want to do? What do we plan to do? That way we can all decide <laughs> if it fits in our budget and we can make changes if we need to because if, yeah. if he really does want to see you guys and spend time with you guys and that's the that's the point, then that's what's going to happen. Yeah, but you got to be proactive. Yeah, 20 years ago, my father-in-law decided he was going to pay for the whole family to get together once a year. We call it the family reunion, no duh. And he pays for the whole deal. It's nothing fancy. It's at our lake house, but he pays for the food and the boat gas and whatever. None of us need his money. All of us have enough that we're just fine. But it's his great pleasure in life to make sure he gets everyone together. He's 94 this year. 
no one will miss Mm -hmm. and he will still pay for it because we can't make him not pay for it it's part of the joy of him gathering everyone together and paying for it that's how this works in the real world okay but we do it in a place that we can afford and that everyone can pull off Uh, you know he's not asking everyone to go to japan who's broke because he's impulsive that's weird okay I know. So you need to set some boundaries with your dad, loving, and say, I am more than willing to spend time with you. I cannot, I do not have the finances to follow you around all over the world. If you want me to do that, you're going to have to buy the ticket, Dad. And it's okay if you don't want to. Mm Mm-hmm. But it doesn't, you cannot say that means I don't want to see you because I'll get in the car and drive to Florida when you're there and see you. I'll see you. I'll spend time with you, but it's, it's not required that we do that in an exotic, expensive location. Mm-hmm. It's just required that we spend T-I-M-E together. That's how you spell love. T-I-M-E. And it's not, it's not exotic. That's not how you spell it. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And, and so I'm sorry, honey. I'm sorry you're all facing this. It's tough. But the way, and, and I'm sorry your dad's having to um, navigate these emotions and he's struggling to do that properly. So you've just got to be loving and kind and say, Dad, I want to spend time with you. I'll have to do it in a way that I can afford to do it. I don't have the money. And if you want to do something impulsive, if I can take time off, I will. If you're a last-minute kind of guy, um, which, by the way, if I had one year, I'd be a last-minute kind of guy. Yeah, absolutely. Like for the whole freaking year, all the time. Mm -hmm. I'd be calling people up and going, hey, hey, we're going. Where do you want to go? Everybody load up. Yeah. I know that's I right. I don't mind that, but I'm also paying for You're it. You're paying for it. Yeah, that's true. And I'm not asking broke people that I love to go in debt. And it sounds like he to has fund, the money. To fund a memory. Yeah. He's got the money. Yeah. So he's, yeah. He's got businesses all over the place, houses all over the place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that that's the, this is the proper use of this. It's not, you don't use, well, that, that, I'm sorry. I'm sorry it you're sucks. facing this. Yeah. It it's awful. That puts us out of the Ramsey Show in the books. What's up, guys? It's Jade. If you love the show and want a deeper dive on your money journey, we have a weekly newsletter that gives you trending and helpful articles and tips on following the Ramsey way. Just go to RamseySolutions.com today to sign up for our newsletter. Again, that's RamseySolutions.com to sign up for our weekly newsletter.